Rudy Giuliani Show. This is Rudy Giuliani, having uh, escaped from the Fulton County Jail, bringing you the Rudy Giuliani Show. Appropriately booked, fingerprinted, mugshotted. America is now safe from Rudy Giuliani. Fanny, great job. Wasting millions and thousands of hours making people safe from, oh my goodness, Mark Meadows, that dangerous criminal. Meanwhile, I'm sitting in that jail with your people. Uh, you got some uh, things called murders going on? <laughs> Do we prosecute those, Fanny? I don't know. You got a lot of people getting murdered in, in Atlanta. Nobody, nobody died from Donald Trump thinking he won the, won the election, right? Does he have a right to, oh no, I'm sorry. In America, you do not have the right to think that he won the election because there's only the Bidenista truth. He won. No fraud. Anyone saying it, you will go to prison immediately. You will get booked. You will be mugshotted, uh, fingerprinted. And if you cause us any trouble at all, we will raid your house and scare the hell out of your children. That is Biden's America. <laughs> and we finally got you, America. And we got you the way they always said, like your founding father said, we got you from the inside. You never should have kept that Democratic Party from the day it started with slavery. It was a danger. <laughs> and then when the communists got into it with Roosevelt, wow, wow. <laughs> well, now, I, we, we had, um, I had an experience last night. I know I should talk about the afternoon, but I'm, I'm trying to keep myself, you know, I'm, I'm actually much more down about today than I was yesterday. I don't know. I like fighting. So there I was. I was fighting and I was the guy and I'm the one that had to stand up and that's okay. I can, I, I don't like what they're doing to my former client today. I really don't. And I don't, I think I, I wouldn't like they're doing it to my former client if I wasn't his lawyer. I don't think I'd like doing it if I wasn't a Republican. You know why I don't like them doing it to my client? Cause I'm an American. Are you? You don't do this in America, what they're doing. That that jail that I'm looking at, that could be in an island in Cuba. This is ridiculous. None of these people did anything wrong. Well, we're going to come back to that, but I want to go to the I want to go to last night. Because I thought I have an observation about last night. I'm going to ask Dr. Maria, who sat in for me so ably yesterday. Great so, to join you, Mayor Giuliani. So well there was a little demonstration downstairs saying that she should, you know, I should be thrown out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I think that was my family. It was. No, it I'm was. Your fa- well, your father's tough <laughs> on you. He's tough. Oh, yep. my goodness. You can't imagine every, you know, one little word. And me. Woo. So, uh, but he's helpful. So. Yes, I watched the debate well, last night in its a, entirety last Now, you're night. a ba- baseball fan like I Huge am. baseball, okay. so, but Red Sox. Okay. So, but, but we know the difference between major leagues. Of course. And then in your town of Manchester, you got a great minor league ballpark right. that I s- sleep in back of. That's right. I sleep in back of the ballpark. I'm yes. such a crazy fan. So this, watching the debate, their debate, and Tucker and, and Trump was watching the minor leagues and the major league. Interesting. And the difference was 170 million 
to about 13 million. Yeah, we're not sure. We didn't get definitive <laughs> numbers, right? Million. They're saying 100 million for Tucker and Trump and maybe three, three to seven million no, for Fox. A, I got it on Twitter. You know, I, I'm on Twitter, so yeah. I get their internal you numbers. You got almost oh, a million on your yeah. show just on Twitter last night. And just on live. Yeah. Who knows what it will be yeah. when we get finished? Could be two. Yep. But, you know, I have the internal numbers. By the end of the broadcast, they were over 100 million. By today, they're up to 170 with the people watching it later. Because mm. it's on, it's on constantly. You can go watch it right now. So, um, unlike the debate, which you get one shot at, maybe a second, this is on constantly. So everybody's going to watch that. And I got to tell you, <laughs> I thought the funniest, I thought Tucker was sitting there saying, screw Fox, screw Fox, screw Fox. You know, why not? They did screw him, right? And now, for some reason, they have Trump derangement syndrome. Like, he is running for the presidency. He was a former president who had, we had the best economy in 40 years under President Trump. We did feel safer. He didn't get to finish the wall, but he had Democrats standing in the way. The only person that prevented Putin from invading. Yeah. So when that, when that, uh, Stupid idiot who, I mean, it was really amazing to see a guy as big as Christie get knocked out by little Vivek. Vivek knocked him on his ass. Yes, can I just say his name is Vivek like cake. Vivek like cake (laughs) was working at about a 400-pound disadvantage. And man, did he knock him out. Well, you know, um, You you could see Christie bouncing on the floor. Christy looks actually like he lost a little weight, but he, it was interesting the way they were positioned, right? You know, usually the front runner is in the middle. So in the middle, you had DeSantis and Vivek, and then everybody planked them on the sides. Vivek was definitely the one that got, it seemed to me, between him and Pence, the most questions from the hosts. I thought the host didn't do a very good job. I didn't understand their process. I felt like Tim Scott was forgotten about for a while. Like they would go, if your name was mentioned, you got to talk for 30 seconds. Well, if you're a front runner and you have people going after you, yeah, your name's going to be mentioned a lot. So Pence got to keep responding. Vivek kept, you know, responding. But it was interesting. The one area they all agreed on was our national security. Right. And there was disagreements about abortion and national bans. But I like that they weren't all the same, marching to the same tune. What frustrates me about the Democrat Party nowadays, they all have to say the same thing or they're outcasts. Well, I want you to listen to 29 because I think this tells you who won the debate. Let us be honest as Republicans. I'm the only person on the stage who isn't bought and paid for, so I can say this. The climate change agenda is a hoax. The climate change agenda is a hoax. And we have to declare independence for it. And the reality is, the anti-carbon agenda is the wet blanket on our economy. He, he, he believes what he says and he wasn't afraid. He says what Americans are thinking. All the rest of them are getting paid off by one lobbyist or another that's making a fortune on climate change. Now there was. Well, they're no different than the Democrats. I mean, they're, they're, this, we had a bunch of, uh, I mean, I could name them. A bunch of those guys standing up there are deep staters. Now, Nikki Haley has spent the most time in New Hampshire, but yet she fails to move the needle at all. She spent about 4% in Nothing, but I thought she really did shine last night. Probably the most area I saw her passionate 
was with uh, about Ukraine. And here she is on Cut 28 calling out Vivek. If Russia, once Russia takes Ukraine, Poland and the Baltics are next. That's a world war. We're trying to prevent war. Look at what Putin did today. He killed Pergozin. When I was at the U.N., the Russian ambassador suddenly died. This guy is a murderer, and you are choosing a murderer over, over a Now, here's the question. Here's the question that an experienced politician says to her, who knows more about foreign policy than she does. Uh, uh, Nikki, you got an estimate on how much money the Ukrainians are stealing from the money we got given them? That's the problem. You got an estimate of that? Or or are you telling me that you actually believe that that money all gets to the front line? Because if you do, honestly, Nikki, you're too damn naive to be president. You can't protect us. That's what the Americans feel, right, Rudy? We hear from people every day. They call in. Feel, feel my backside. Yeah, they don't feel there's any accountability with the money going to Um, Ukraine. All kinds of rumors that Zelensky's got this $25 million mansion in Palm Beach. I don't know if that's true or not. His number one guy is the biggest uh, money launderer in in, uh, Eastern Europe. And when we try Kolomoisky. When we try to get accountability, every Democrat voted against and it. And Biden cuts it out. Yeah. So, so, so I like Vivek being brave. I think it was Brett Baer asked, which ones of you would stop financial support to Ukraine? The only one who raised their hand was Vivek. Whether it's right or wrong answer, I liked his well, conviction because that's how most of us feel. I would have liked a little more uh, uh, explanation of that. If he's saying, I'll stop it until we know what's happening to it, I'm 100% with it. Mm. Now, I, I have a more complex situation on Ukraine, but I know more about Ukraine than they do by yeah. a lot. I would give them money, but with strings attached. Yeah, yeah. Big strings. And accountability. Like, we should know where that money's I'd going. Wanna, I'd, I'd want to see pictures of the arms that I'm buying and that I'm buying them for a market price because I know that the country is, unfortunately and tragically, and this is nothing about the people, it's the, it's, it's the uh, rich men north of Virginia in uh, Ukraine. Uh, they're stealing. So while I, they're w- all stealing. They're, but you can't send cash in there, and they're not going to steal it. And B- Biden is giving you a hundred percent signal of it by not putting any constraints on it. And, and of course, everyone thinks because Biden, there was a lot of uh, funny business going on with Burisma in Ukraine that he's kind of like paying them to be silent. And who knows if he won't get a who piece. Knows? Who knows if he won't get a piece when he comes out? Now, you watched the Trump Tucker. Oh, that was fun. Uh, yeah. and That was big leagues. I, I'm curious because I didn't see it at all. What tr- I actually don't know. I'm going to call on this cut so I can learn. Cut 17, please. When I look at San Francisco, what's happened to that incredible city? That was one of the greatest cities in the world just a short while ago. And now it's very sad when you look at it. Los Angeles. Every city, practically, uh, all the Democrat-run cities, you know, Republican-run cities are doing very nicely because they arrest people when you have crimes and they don't go after political candidates because they think it's good. You know, I mean, it's like been amazing. My poll numbers are the highest I've ever had. All right. I'm a little disappointed in that answer. It said on our little cut sheet, he responds to why Republican cities do better. He, he did say one thing, that they prosecute crime or they go after the after that may law. be the reason yeah, yeah. and um, yeah a big reason but 
Yeah, I am a little disappointed. In the well, what did you? You wanted a more complex yeah, answer, I like think so. like like it was uh, political science too. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> well, well, he's a politician. Uh, for, for let me say, as a debater, for a debate, that was a damn good answer. Yeah, he hit the one thing people uh, uh, care about, and the one thing that really works. The rest of it is all smoke and mirrors. Yeah. Uh, what's what's wrong with American cities is the people that are committing the crimes used to be in prison. And they are now based on Democratic politicians, based upon Democratic theory. Courts, DAs, based on judges. Up and down. Every, every single Democrat is in favor of some form of help criminals. That's why I was surprised the criminals clapped for me. They should all be Democrats. Well, we will take a short break and we'll be right back. The former mayor of New York City, Rudy Giuliani. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. This is Rudy Giuliani back with the Rudy Giuliani Show on a very uh, active day after a very active day. Yesterday, uh, for me, was a very active day, having turned myself in I heard to the- do my duty for my country as a sacrificial lamb in the Democrat attempt to destroy the American Constitution, which is now in its fifth or sixth or seventh chapter. We've defeated them in their first three or four, proven convincingly they're slimy liars and crooks, but we still have to keep doing it because the press is on their side. You would think after Russian collusion, the whole debacle with the uh, hard drive that they hid and uh, lied about for 16 months and got caught, with the Ukrainian conversation, with the Biden bribes, you'd think the press would have figured out who the liars are and who's telling the truth, but... Hey, the press didn't figure it out because the press is just as crooked as they are. And if you don't really see what this is all about, it is scary, Rudy. Watching our country go down the toilet. I mentioned yesterday that every generation you want to do better than the generation before. Our parents, our grandparents, great-grandparents all came to this country, that that shiny City on, a hill. City on a hill came here to Streets work hard. Paved with gold. Yep, and make a difference. Keep your head down. Work. You know what? Whatever. And each generation did better. You had oh, the first time in my family someone graduated from the high school. Oh, first one in the family to graduate from college. We are actually regressing as a society. Our education system has been so poor for decades. We now see how uneducated people are. They don't know the Constitution. They don't know that we're a constitutional republic. There's a big difference between a constitutional republic and a democracy. And I want people to look it up. But we have dumbed down society this is so all much. The Democrat Teachers Union. Yep, yep. And, and it's a Marxist communist agenda. And the fact that you have somebody in a position of power that's in law enforcement, like a DA, who makes up charges just to quiet people or advance her career, Fanny Will, uh, Willis. Has put out before the indictment, put out a fundraising video for herself, but she did it on the back with, I am going to indict Trump. 
It is so corrupt, it's scary. And it's scary to people who have come from the Eastern Bloc of Europe, who have come from Venezuela, who have come from Russia, because they're like, this is what we saw in our own 100%. countries. I mean, if, if, if you can't see through this, if you can't see through the fact that, well, I, if I said the following in an abstract situation to a class, here's a country, and uh, within a few months, after three or four years of investigation, the ruling party levels four indictments against a leading candidate of the opposition party for the next year when he's running for president. And uh, any of those cases could have been brought three or four years ago. All of those cases are at least uh, questionable theories of law with a, a large number of professors thinking they're not crimes as crimes. And all of them would uh, be designed to prevent him from running. They would say, oh, yeah, well, that's probably a banana republic. Mm. That's what they that's not. A, and, and if I said that was America like 30 years ago, they'd all laugh at me and say, God forbid, that could never happen in America. You know who knew it could happen in America? James Madison. Yeah. That's and why he warned us. He warned he us of, for the Bill of the rights. worst tyranny can be the tyranny of the majority. Yes. And what do we have? We've got a tyranny now yeah. of uh, the rich men north of North, north of, of Richmond. Richmond. That's what we got. We got the. What's, what's that guy's name? Oliver Anthony. Oliver got it's it, so man. Big. Did Oliver Anthony get it right, boy? Yeah. Did he get it right? I want to congratulate John Castamitidis from WABC. He is on the cover of Radio's premier management and marketing magazine, Radio NK, and there's a nice story how he's fighting for AM radio. And he's and he's changing radio in many ways. Absolutely. saving the First Amendment. He and Margo. God bless him. We'll be back very shortly and line up those calls. We're ready for you. America's Mayor, Rudy Giuliani. This is Rudy Giuliani, back with the Rudy Giuliani Show. Uh, getting uh, ready uh, tonight. I guess it's going to be in prime time that the president is going to surrender. It's, it's uh, said 7.30 p.m. And we're going to go through the unbelievable charade of a bond being set. To assure, now do you understand the purpose of a bond in a criminal case? There's only one purpose at at all. It's not to punish, because he's (laughs) presumed innocent. It is to assure his appearance. So what this uh, 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 phony excuse for a lawyer in, in, in Georgia is really given away. For all of you, right? Everyone had to pay a bond. Yeah, is is the complete indication that this is a outrageous political stunt for which she should be prosecuted. Well, apparently, Jim Jordan has already sent her a letter, and uh, there's so supposedly some commission that's going to start looking into. Well, they should look at the fact of what what, what here's what, a bond is to assure your appearance. Yeah, there is no way in a million years that you can tell me that the two hundred thousand dollar bond assures Donald Trump's appearance. If Donald Trump is going to leave. I assure you, $200,000 isn't going to stop. Him. Well, the other thing is, too, you're one of the most famous people in the Where world. Where am I going to go? Everybody recognizes not only your face, your voice. 
Where they like, go? it's just so ridiculous. I've been, and how I've been about, picked up in the Philippines. Yeah, you, wherever you go in the world, people line no up for a I'd picture. No place I'd want to go. <laughs> now, how about them releasing the mug shots? I to think, me, that I think was it's meant illegal. to humiliate you guys. I think it's supposed to be released if you're helping... Uh, uh, if, if it's to help law enforcement find us, well, you don't have to find I know. us. No, it was just, it's so wrong and disgusting. And I have to say, they're the only even ones to do it too. Democrats, she's the only, she's the most unethical of the four prosecutors. Yeah, even Democrats are telling me they were disgusted about that. It was meant to humiliate you guys. That's it. You are innocent until proven guilty. I'm innocent completely. You are. Actually, to yeah, tell you the I truth, know. I'm innocent completely. Of course you are, Rudy. Nobody believes that you would do anything wrong. But You're a man of law and order. If you read the indictment, I did what a lawyer does. Yeah. And I'm going, they want to put me in jail for doing what a lawyer does. Really, until I die. It's about a 10-year sentence. I'm 78 years old. <laughs> they want to let me out when I'm 88 years old for the serious crime that I committed. And you got so many murderers and criminals running around, uh, running around uh, Atlanta that uh, you better lock yourself in your room. And Fannie Willis lets him out on deals that are like, uh, I think her father, who was a Black Panther, would have been very proud of. I don't know what to say. It's almost mind-boggling what's what's happening. It well, really let's see is. if we got we got a we got a nice. Um, uh, what do you say we go to Detective Nolan? I like that. Is it Detective Mo- Nolan? Yes, Mr. Mayor, thank you for taking my well, call. Well, I have great um, respect for New York City police detectives, I'll tell you that. Thank you, sir. Um, we actually met several years ago, and I am i don't know if you remember me, but we met under the circumstances where uh, the bedside meeting between Desmond Robinson and Peter Del Debio at Bellevue Hospital. Oh. I was one of the, I was one of the officers that made that happen, along with Ray Garcia and oh. David Agata. And um, that's where that's how we met for that brief moment. And uh, I want to thank you for being there that day because yeah, you, you really did help out a lot. Well, thank you, Detective. Um, so what? So what? So what's up? My question is regarding the president running for for office again. Um, his potential running mate. Would you Would you think that Tulsi Gabbard would be a good running mate? Hmm. You know, pe- people say Robert F. Kennedy. That'd be a little too much. I mean, I, I like Robert F. Kennedy. And, I don't think he would do and it. Maybe RFK. And maybe maybe in it. an ideal world, I'd kind of like that. But I don't think RFK would do it. I don't think Trump would do it. And I don't think the Republican Party would 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 stand for it. Tulsi Gabbard's a different story. I like the idea. She's that. made a, she's made a big move over. And when you listen to her, the full complexity of her views, I'd have to know a little bit more about her. I don't. I don't think there's a ma- you know like on social issues there might be a major barrier with Bo- with Bobby, but with her I'm not sure. I like her a lot. Yeah. I mean I I think she's got what it takes. She's a surfer girl. <laughs> yeah, and military. Yeah. And, I met her in Manchester. And about as yeah. sound a judgment on foreign policy as I've as I've seen. I mean, really, really sound. And I'll I'll tell you a little bit about Vivek last night. Uh, every one of them is like a throwback to before the Cold War. I mean, every one of them sounds like they uh, somebody taught them foreign policy and they're repeating it, mm. including DeSantis. The only guy that seems like he's got the kind of mind to question foreign policy, or the kind of mind I have, is uh, is Ramaswamy. Mm. 
Now, I don't agree with it even. This is kind of funny. I don't agree with him on Israel. But I like the idea that he questions things. I do, too. And he questions from the point of view of loving America. And I, I'm going to tell you something. I think he could be talked into the fact that he's wrong about that. I agree. I think he would seek to understand. But I but I like it because he isn't bought and paid for. So many conservatives are upset with the Republican Party. Hey, you had them. You didn't you didn't see the full debate in the beginning. You had the candidates complaining about Republicans that we don't move the needle. We don't do enough to push things like the, the border ones. wall. They had the Republicans. They, the ones they are part there. of that system. The Pence, Christie. Christie, are you kidding me? Christie will say, uh, be, I'll bend over. You know, like. No, we can't. <laughs> <laughs> Joanne! Greetings, Mayor. Oh, greetings, Mayor Giuliani. How are you today? I am very good today. How are you? Oh, fine. I'm Last a weird. Night, I'm a weird bird. I get energized by things like yesterday. Oh well, I was in the car listening to you and listening to you speak with Rita, and I said to myself, I am calling Mayor Giuliani tomorrow and welcoming him back to New York. Thank you, Joanne. Just, just saying, thank you for your courage yesterday and your good balanced nature dealing with everything i'm sitting here with my husband we're we originate from queens you were our mayor when we were well i like college i guess and working you know early working days and thank you thank you you brought us through the tragedy of 9-11 and i think we both feel things are so deplorable today i want to i want to i feel like i can tell you something that people raise and it does hurt me a bit and it's, oh, there's a different Rudy Giuliani. No, there isn't. I am exactly the same person who put the mafia in jail, sent the Nazis off to their death, uh, prosecuted Wall Street criminals, and turned around New York City and stood up to 9-11. Same person, same values. They just don't want to accept the fact that I can have different values than they do. America's because I am defending an innocent man. The ideology has changed in our country. That's what's changed, not you. And I'm glad you brought that up. I mean, because if you I were are defending the same... Khalid Sheikh Mohammed, they'd give me the Warrior of the Year Award. That's right. Well, Joanne, thank you very, very much. And uh, our best to you. We wish you the best of health and every. You know what it's about? Uh, this yeah, is why we do it. Oh, thank you, Mayor. Okay. Bye-bye. And thank your husband. And Garden City's a nice place, huh? Oh, thank you. We we yeah. remember we loved Queens, but we moved here and and we're very happy. Here I used to too. play on thank the Garden you. City South Little League. I was a catcher. <laughs> <laughs> so let's try Bill. How you doing, Mr. Uh, Mayor Giuliani? It's great to uh, I, I'm see you again. Surprisingly, doing great. <laughs> you know, um, I heard a rumor. I'm not sure if it's true, but I heard that the uh, Georgia. Uh, attorney try, you know, well, she's not a Georgia attorney. She's actually a county attorney, right? District attorney. Yeah, yeah. And she's the she's Atlanta, to, she's yeah. the Atlanta DA, really. Fulton, uh, County. Fulton County DA. Fulton County. Yeah, Fulton County. Now I heard that, is it true that she tried to get the other DAs from other counties in Georgia to sign on to that indictment which I, they refused? I don't know. I've heard that, but I don't know that as a fact. I, I heard as a fact. And I don't know if they're Republicans or Democrats or what they are, that a number of DAs there are out of their minds outraged 
because they think it's affecting the reputation of the state. Oh, it's, it but is. remember, you got a governor that's a sellout. Don't get fooled by Kemp. A lot of I Republicans know. do. Kemp's a bad guy, and his AG is even worse. The AG that uh, the president got in trouble talking to and saying, can you find 11,000 votes, which means 11,000 out of 200,000 that you and I know are fraudulent. That guy was hiding in his desk a report that he never even disclosed to the president that would have supplied more than enough votes. And uh, it came out in an FOIA request just about eight months ago. So uh, you got a real slime bag there who is protected by the crooked press, including the Wall Street Journal and the New York Post, and they make this guy into a hero. The guy's a slime bucket. Mm. And by the way, you're going to find out a lot more about him, too, if this case ever opens up. Now, is it true that Fannie Willis, when you went down to cooperate, because you're always going to cooperate. Oh, you mean when I went for my testimony? Yeah. She wanted, she was so starstruck because your your reputation of being the best prosecutor in in American history. Five people on the She wanted a selfie with you. No, she didn't. She wanted to meet with me and talk to me. Oh. And she thought about having a picture, but I think she realized that would be bad. But she had a very, very cordial conversation with me and told me what a great job I did. Gee, but she didn't take that into consideration when she tried me for something that it's very hard to figure out. I mean, this is a case you could pass on in a minute. Nobody got hurt. Uh, this is a case that no serious prosecutor in a million years would prosecute. And it's a case in which you would never ask for bail because bail isn't going to assure a damn thing unless you're a, unless you are a cheap, uh, 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 sort of publicity grabbing DA who has no respect for the law, which is what she is. But she wanted to, you know, make nice to me. Her Five of her grand jurors took pictures with me. Oh, Jesus. You know, uh, Newt Gingrich says, he went on air, I don't know which show, but it's floating around the Internet, that that Monday night he was told by a source in Washington that she got a desperate call that Monday night saying the, the night she had the grand jury, but yet she put out an indictment that was already made up before the grand jury concluded, um, that she got a panicked call from the White House and uh, that saying, do it tonight, do it tonight. Yeah, they wanted it orchestra- orchestrated to... to uh, uh to what? Get it, get it out. Because before- something was coming out about Hunter. Oh yeah, sure, sure, sure. The 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 whole the whole. Was it the aliases? The email yeah, aliases? yeah, yeah. Uh, um, the 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 final nail in the organized crime coffin for Joe. I mean, the only thing missing in a RICO case for Joe, the evidence is there, bigger than Fat Tony. He didn't have any aliases. You can't do a RICO case without aliases. Every one that I had, uh, my rule was: you better get those aliases, guys, or we're going to lose. I, I was alleged a few times of making up a few. I never did, but I was made, uh, accused of making up. I got one for you. Yeah, what is it? Rudy Crime Buster Giuliani. Elliot Ness used to be one. Oh, really? Yeah. Crime Buster? Yeah, a.k.a. Elliot. The the, um, the, the uh, organized crime was when they would kid around would do a.k.a.s for the assistant. And they would say, yeah, yeah, a.k.a. Elliot Ness, big shot, big shot. That's what, that's what Steve Bannon says. You're the Elliot Ness of our day. Well, so did the organized crime lawyers say that. <laughs> uh, let's go uh, to Bob in Trumbull, Connecticut. Oh, Mr. Mayor, doctor. How are you? Uh, my golden years have been turned to rust because of the current administration. Yeah. Everyone's. Everyone's. Yeah, well, mine were supposed to be golden years. <laughs> anyway, I, know. It makes I got me two sad. things. 
One, you asked who saw this coming to the country. Joe McCarthy did. <laughs> you're right. Well, you're right. I mean, he, he, uh, I, my view on McCarthy, you should know, is he was right and went overboard. Yeah, but he was right, and eh, and then I, I know you probably don't think he you. went overboard. I do, but go ahead, go ahead. We can talk. Okay. Here's the question: Why didn't all 19 of you get together, put on your pajamas, <laughs> get a blanket and a pillow, and all walk in at the same time and say, "Okay, here we are. We're going to stay until we get arranged, and you can." Re- turn us out on our own recognizance. Think about it. You would have had the Secret Service there with you, and it it would have been great publicity for for our next president, Donald he, J. Trump. He probably would have gone along. I don't know if everybody, everybody would have gone along. He probably would have loved that. It was a thought. You call him up and say, hey, there's still time. We could have a sleepover. Yeah. Yeah. Think about it. We could do, Wouldn't we, it have happened interesting all, all yeah, the time? Yeah, I, I could try overnight. to convince him. Maybe we do debate preparation and without Christie around, which would be really good because somebody else could get to say something. They, they should put him out, take him down to the beach, put him out in the water, let him swim around, and that. Those windmill things that they're doing, you know, he'll he'll end up on the beach like the whales because he'll be lost. I think, you know, you know something I like Vivek. Vivek could probably go out like a lifeguard and save him. I think I think Vivek could save him, even though, you know, he makes fun of him. Vivek really knocked him out yesterday. It was like, you know, it was really good. It was really good that he knocked him out because it was like, you know, Vivek is not that big a guy. And he looked like he, he got the bully. You know, he got the big bully. He wasn't afraid, that's for sure. Wasn't well, afraid. thank you for having me on, Mr. Mayor. Ah, always a pleasure. And thank you for doing such a great job yesterday. Great reviews. Unbelievable. Okay, and of course, we're, we're on every Sunday. Uncovering the truth. We'll be back with the mayor's final words. The former mayor of New York City, Rudy Giuliani. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. That is correct. It is time for the mayor's final thoughts, sponsored by Tunnel to Towers, the organization that takes care of our wounded and our catastrophically injured and those uh, 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 members of our uniformed services who lose their lives in the line of duty. They take care of their families by making sure they get a check that pays for the mortgage on the home, and they take care of them by making sure they get a home that gives them the maximum amount of independence, which is critical to their being able to maintain their, their, their uh, well, their, their feeling about themselves. I mean, these are very strong people, but everyone needs help. I don't care how brave you are, how strong you are, everybody needs it. So uh, I want to tell you what I thought was missing in last night's debate that was serious, except for Ramaswamy. I don't care if you're Mike Pence and you have a grievance against Trump or you're uh, Christie and you are ridiculously bitter, and he is. Pence, you know, Pence and Trump have a dispute. I can understand that. 
Christie has no reason for that anger and viciousness that he displays. And he's doing himself great harm. And he was once a friend. He's doing great harm by being an entirely negative uh, ca- uh, candidate. But I don't care wh- where you are on this. This isn't about Trump. It's about me. It isn't about Professor Eastman. It isn't about Mark Met. It's about you. Fannie Willis is destroying your system of justice. Not just for me. It's for you. And uh, they will do it to others. And believe me, when you look how these district attorneys, these Democrat, progressive, Bidenista district attorneys, and the attorney general, and the head of the FBI operate, we are well beyond some of the corrupt states in the country, in the world. We're, we're somewhere deep into it now. We have an FBI at the highest level that's a creature of the Biden state, not of the United States of America. We've got a Justice Department that is completely divorced from the United States of America, and it's a creature of the Biden and Democrat regime and will operate and destroy you if you get in their way. This is extraordinarily dangerous, and it has to be seen as a major priority. None of these Republicans last night, with the exception of the youngest guy, Ramaswamy, had the guts to stand up for it. And I'll tell you why. They're politicians and they're not statesmen or stateswomen. They're thinking, oh, if I do that, it'll help Trump too much. It'll help Trump. It'll, it'll, it'll build up. The debate, the debate will become about Trump. And uh, so they're calculating po- po- politics. Uh, strike three in being president nowadays. The guy you want as president or woman is the one who loves America with his heart, with his soul, with his life, and with total commitment. He's willing to fail in his love of America. Right now, love of America would dictate a very, very strong view on what you're going to do to straighten out the corruption that has ruined this country. Uh, Ramaswamy got as close to it as anyone. He won that debate as an American. The rest won it or lost it as something else we don't need anymore. The past. God bless America.